0: Hey, what's going on guys, and welcome back to Turn for Two. This is Rob. this is Anthony. And today we are finishing our third and final part of our set review. Yes, last two colors. Yeah, last Sapphire two and Steel. Yep. And uh, with that, we should get right into... Oh, the fact that yesterday, not yesterday, what was it? Friday was two days Friday, ago. Friday, yeah. Friday was the retail release of Larkana, uh, set two. Um, Which I haven't seen on a single store shelf. I've seen once and that in that in the wild. You saw wild or nine o'clock at night. You just had to just shoot them and yeah. to, to tranquilize them. Yeah, tranquilize the Larkana. The <sighs> running away Larkana. So
1: I the good thing about
0: that, however, yep. is that
1: everybody's been getting product and by everybody. I mean the first person to get there putting it <laughs> entirely in their cart. But there are more cards out on the market and prices are dropping.
0: So, so set now two. is
1: that for set two? That's true. So now is the time to scoop up all those individual deck pieces you're looking for or trade things you think are not going to be worth money for things that are currently worth as much money as they probably will be. Or should Um, be. It's an interesting time in that regard. So uh, I've been carefully watching every color but blue. Um, So you don't get spoiled. I know, it's the only card I have left remaining. So uh, as everybody knows, I hate spoilers. And the only card in set two that I have not seen in person in my hand, which is what I'm trying to do, or has been spoiled for me, is the enchanted Alice. I do know that it is Alice, however, because...
0: Alice, <laughs> when when leaks start happening, it's just going to be a seg- like a thirty minute segment of just me covering leaks because Rob will not want to know about. I gotta any have new card.
1: some <laughs> surprise about this game because I know that I have to be on the cutting edge now as yeah. the turn for two pair here. But I just I like to have a little surprise, and this is all that I have left. So, um, uh, somebody can put one in my hands um, or send
0: it to us. send it to Rob. Yeah, just
1: mail it to me because you just love the cast that much that you feel that I have earned and enchanted alice um i'll love you forever but that being said uh you were saying set
0: one prices Set one prices have went
1: up yeah i find it's that in some, interesting.
0: some of them have stayed or gone slightly down but a lot of the better cards in the set like um you know maleficent the dragon yeah, the dragon went up a couple bucks. dragon went up to 30 it's at 34 at the time of recording yeah. this yep um and it was down to what 24 it was at 22 the 22, other day 22 24 yeah you're right 22. 24. so
1: i mean that's that's a lot that's a that's a lot of change for something that's continually going to be getting reproach. Yeah
0: and i think part of it's like everyone's getting cards now, like you were saying. So it's like, everyone's starting to get decks, and they're like, oh, like... And more people are being able to get into the game this way. So some that's people want to build red-purple because people that. have no soul. That's a good So point. everyone's <laughs> getting all these cards for red-purple, so that's why, like... And some people don't want them, so that's why, like, Yizmas and Tremains are, like, 5 $4 piece, But then the Maleficents are 30 because there's so much less set one right now for people right. to get.
1: But that being said, there's another drop of set one yes. coming out, I believe, either this week or next week. Um, and that's just going to put even more of it right. on the market, and probably drive the prices back down. down. As far but as again, I... cards like Maleficent, cards like Rapunzel, cards like Belle, Elsa; those things are not going to have huge price fluctuations down
0: until it's they're mass printed. Essentially, yeah.
1: eventually they'll be down,
0: but those are still the ones that are going to hold that. Market. I think. Yeah, I know Shop Disney's getting a Lurkana set one restock on the twenty second of December okay so keep your eyes on the internet which it's you... a weird time to do it you awesome. would think they'd want to do it before christmas Not, and it's technically before well christmas. get it delivered before christmas you
1: have to pay extra for the shipping that's yeah. what they're doing um so the other thing that i wanted to discuss was the format i introduced yes. to you today so i have uh been deep within the lore of Lorcana and trying to figure out what's another way to play
0: this game, because you can already do draft, which is awesome. This is the best yep. draft game ever. And Disney just unveiled their new format um, that we will talk about a little bit. We'll talk about more next week. Yeah, we'll let talk, talk about because we'll have more information. I was going to say, yeah, Rob, Rob will give his spiel, and I'll talk a little bit on Disney's new format as well. So uh, the format that
1: I have devised still doesn't have a name yet. Uh, our current working titles are Tales or Worlds, Uh, That being said, how it works is you pick two movies or two franchises, franchises, effectively, the universe of a movie. And you can pick any color you want, but you can only put cards in the game that are from that movie. Uh, And it just adds a lot of depth to feel like, oh, what movie has the strongest, most powerful cards? Or if I put this color with this color, because I can add a bunch of different colors, things that you wouldn't be able to do. Because if you're running... Uh, let's say Aladdin, right? You can mm-hmm. run the red Aladdin. you can run the green genie. you know you can run oh, only two I can think of like silver Aladdin yep. like the silver Jafar, the purple Jafar. like you can do all of these whole things new world a whole new world. that's a good point. So maybe that's one of the the more powerful it got some of more iconic things in there i think or, princess and the frog has yes. the most cards right now i'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that's up there i also think cinderella is an interesting yep. choice because of the cinderellas and maleficent fairy dragon fairy godmother it's a lot of really interesting things but to just combine those i think it could be a really really fun way to play uh so you know shoot me your messages mm. or, or thoughts on what you guys would think is the best deck you'd like to run or what what movies do you think has the most powerful stuff and the other point that i wanted to make with this is the more sets that come out mm-hmm. the more potential this format has. right because as of right now there's 408 cards or something like that so you don't have the exact ability like if you want to run great mouse detective <laughs> it's going to be rough but as they continue to put out more cards it's there's a lot of fun stuff that can right. be going on with it so i'm I'm going to be making a deck already. Uh, I've I've had a few thoughts that I've been working on. Um, I just think it's an interesting format to just continue to play a game that is very interesting. I know, I'm sorry. I'm just excited about it.
0: I'll stop slapping the paper. So so PAX PAX West had the... Or PAX Unplugged, sorry. Had the Willpower League. It was, from what I understand, which we'll, again, read more up on it and talk into it next week. From what I'm looking at, it it goes off of achievement. So it was... Everyone, There was prizing at packs, but it was it was four players at a table, it looks like. And there were people, it was eliminations. There was a whole, like, I can go and there's a whole spiel on it. So it was, Willpower League had this whole thing. So I'm going to just kind of condense what they said. It was a first come first serve thing. You can only keep playing games if you ward off your opponents by collecting lore and winning games. If you lose a game, it'll be banished from your seat. And the next person in the waiting area gets to jump in what so there were a bunch of things they end up it mostly looked like it went by achievements so it was the achievements were most wins most time banished from willpower league highest strength on a single character most damage counters on a single character most lore gained in a single quest or action most princesses in play at once most villains in play at once and most floodborne characters in play at once so some of them were normal it was like most wins five okay probably didn't go on. i'd start at 2 30 and at P.M. So, but just people just continually are in on that, right? So, okay. it's like if you lose once, you're probably kind of kicked back to a long line. Okay. Uh, most time banished from World Power League was four. So, that's some guy who started, got banished early, and kept getting banished. Yes, so as much possible. Highest strength on a single character was 22. That's silly. <laughs> uh, most damage counters on a single character was nine, which, which has, has to be, to be goofy, goofy because that's the only one in the game is that has 10. 10. Yeah. Yep. Uh, most lore gained in a single quest or action was 9, which, like we were saying, we're guessing was pack tactics.
1: It could be pack tactics. It could be... Um, what was the other one we said? You're having, having, you could have Alice, but you have four uh, the of the eyeball, the Eye of the Fates. That adds fates, four yeah. to it. So there's a couple different ways you could do it, but pack tactics seems like the most likely. Yeah,
0: Or four Eye of the Fates with an Alice plus 10. Yep. Or a bell, for that matter. Yeah, that is also true. And then we had most princesses in play at once was 23. Which I don't understand how that's possible. But most villains in play at once were 25. 25. And most floodborn characters in play at once were 6.
1: I just don't understand. Like, again, as we were talking in the car, if you have 23 princesses in play, you turn all of them and win the game. So I, I feel like there's something we're missing in what the point of being yes. there is. But it's an interesting format, but it seems nebulous right now. Uh, even mine, which was just thought of over the past two days, right. has more structure <laughs> than that. Uh, but it is interesting that they're just coming out with more and more ways to play yeah. the game.
0: Which I think is what they want, anyway. Yeah. That's now that people are finally being able to play the game.
1: So we're going to jump right into our last two colors yeah. for the set review, starting with Sapphire and... Um, alice alice yes you want to click on it i love alice this is fantastic uh, no i'm not gonna <laughs> don't, don't trick me that's rude i almost <laughs> did you would have felt bad after all the work i would have slapped you too anyway no. <laughs> uh alice growing girl is a three cost one four turns for one uh your other <laughs> you want to make it over there <laughs> can't believe you almost did it you said do it i was in (laughs) in the mode i'm trying to i'm doing this for the people not for what's going on here Uh, anyway uh three cost inkable one four turns for one your other characters gain support yep um and what did i do well this character has 10 strength or more she gets four additional lore pips. like that's swinging for five is what that is however my original evaluation of this card is if you have a 10 a 10 for. Are you trying to turn it for 5?
0: Are you trying to give of what? I'm <laughs> yeah, trying to kill some big
1: butt. So, uh but I the more I think about it, the more I love this card, um I give it an 8 out of 10. That is my valuation on this card. I say 8 out of 10 the only reason being you're not going to use the other the bottom ability very much, but giving everything support is insanely powerful. And then I mentioned she only costs 3. Yeah. So you can put that down turn three, turn four, and you are. All those little guys that you have are building up, and you have one really big attack guy if you want, or the next thing you play is more threatening. Uh, I think it just opens up a lot of p- possibilities. And I found that there's a hidden
0: Mickey in it. Yeah. Which I love. I'm going to give it a 7.3. 3- no, no don't you dare. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think like point fives are fine. No. Why do you have to addition. <laughs> No, all Um, right, all right. You're you're setting up a bad precedent. That's why we went to 10. (laughs) I'm going to give it a 7. I think it's good. I think... What makes it just a little worse than I'm saying? I mean, giving it... 1-4 is fine. Giving everything 1 is like... Okay, sure. eh, And getting it to 10 at 1 is very hard. So
1: let's think about uh, Tinkerbell Tiny Tactician for a second because it's a great card and it's fun to say. She is, is a
0: three-three
1: cost two-four that turns for one with a far less relevant ability. So this has a very powerful ability and is a one-four. I think that's
0: like a fair cost. But I see what you're saying. But it's also a Tinker tiny tactician is a shift target.
1: It is. It's that a, also real, gets all you all it is. It's That's bad to play. Otherwise, <sighs> uh, I
0: don't know. Anyway, that's how I'm say. excited about it. Targeted to and Herman.
1: Let's see what it translates that as. <laughs> <laughs> so what we're trying to do is trick the AI that is
0: writing our transcript as we do this, which is fascinating, by the way. So then we um, got six, six cost Basil. inkable Basil, great mouse detective. He is a three, four shiftable. I don't like that they put the shift before the um, shift target. Yeah, well, it's, it's just by it's alphabetical. Yeah, I know. Um he has he turns for three he shifts for five I think I already said that and if you shift to play this character you draw two cards which is really good i that's very interesting. like drawing cards so what do you what do you value this thing at uh, again uh a seven I think oh, turning wow. for, okay. turning for three is good yep uh being a three four is a solid butt yep uh other than that drawing two cards is good it turns for three but also with a four butt. It's going to get killed pretty easily. And it's still really a five cost if you're putting it on something else. So I, I have it at a five out of 10, and I'll tell you why it doesn't have as many points Whoa. for me.
1: Um, if you don't shift it, this card is bad. Not bad. It is no, significantly no, you're like, less it's good. It's, it's, yes, if you, you shift it, it is around a, a five. Six cost four. three, four that turns for three. Yes. Turns for three is fine, but a six cost three, four is not. So you need to get no. the two cards you're drawing off of that. I and mean, if you don't, do you, you're just stuck with this in your hand. I, I mean, you can ink it. But.
0: I was going to say, what did you give Tiana last week? I mean, Tiana's a five cost. that's a three, three. Well, three, I wrote three. it
1: down, so I can tell you what I gave Tiana last week. That's the wrong color. <laughs> so let's go back. Arguably a better Mad Hatter, three out of five. But I don't know what my points was, because that was mid- what in the podcast where we were doing that? But yeah, so
0: I guess you, yes, you give it around the. Same. I think I do think Basil is a five. If you're not shifting it, it's a five or even a four. But if you're you, not, shifting it doesn't matter. It.
1: You gave it a seven. That, was, that means that that card All is right. a seven. So don't you lie. All right. But that being said, here's the here's my opinion. The good shift target, which is the two cost Basil of Baker Street. Uh, he's a 2-2. Two, 2-2 two. Two, two for 2 is, is fine. That's right. He's
0: not a two 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 for 2
1: for uh, 2. But he does 2-2 turns for one. 1, yes. But he has support. And I yes. like support just as an ability I was talking yep. about with Alice. I think it's really good. Um, and then you are setting yourself up for the shift on 5. Yep. However, you can say about the next one if you want.
0: It is a 4-cost inkable Basil perceptive investigator. Perceptive, not perceptive. Per- oh, yeah. No, it's not not right. perceptive,
1: not perceptive, right? He's a 3-4
0: turns for 2, which we love. We do love that. But he doesn't do anything.
1: Right. So we do love
0: that it turns for two. That is a thing that we love. Yep. Um, I think the two cost is better hmm. only because of the support. I, I would give the two cost about... I want to say seven again. That feels really bad. Hmm. Um, Probably a six. Okay. And I will give the four cost like a five. Um, It's good that it turns for two, but a four cost, if you're shifting the following turn, you're not turning with it anyway. That's completely irrelevant. Playing... So- Playing it with yellow makes it slightly better because you can just in time it yeah. a turn earlier so you can turn for two. You can't just in time shift targets. No, but you can. Well, you can just in time the forecast. That's true. And then you can shift two turns later but instead. You so you afford. get the turn for two. That's true. If you're not getting the, t- but, but that that seems wasteful. Just but to right, that, that is wasteful. Combo. So it's like I think the perceptive investigator the forecast is worse only because it's only in play to shift the next turn so I, I it stays in play
1: longer for probably because it's harder to kill right than just doing two damage to something but i would i gave the the two cost that has support a three out of ten for me it's a oh, shift wow. target otherwise it's not even it, i wouldn't even run this card yeah. unless i have to run basil so uh three out of ten and then the four I, the four cost i gave a two out of ten because yeah. it's whatever again you have to be wanting to run the that and that card's not that great so right uh, but I do love this card.
0: Talk about the smoking, the smoking caterpillar. It's not
1: smoking. It's playing a saxophone-like instrument. I didn't know Dave played the saxophone. He does. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, three cost caterpillar common collected one three turns for three. Keep your tempo. Inkable. It is. It's yeah. Three cost inkable. Uh, I think it's really good. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a solid body on a one three. But the reason it it's only a one three is because it turns for three. Yeah. So, if you can keep that alive with a, a bodyguard or some other thing and getting two swings out of that, uh, a turn for three on turn three is really good. Yeah. Um, so, it's a little too easy to kill, but that's only thing that makes it
0: fair yeah i'd probably say it's around six uh, probably six yeah
1: i have it at a six or a seven yeah um because i originally had it a six but i've been thinking more about it
0: so i want to give it yeah a i think turning turning it for three gives it that like even if it even if, if it, it turns for one three ones exactly. like it's still really You're still getting one out of it so I,
1: I i would pay three to turn to, to gain three more so, yeah um, which is it, essentially it, what that card maybe I'm, I'm, I'm convincing myself more so i'm gonna i'm gonna give it final answer eight out of ten. Oh wow
0: um, so one of the best cards in blue in my opinion right here go for it five oh this is this was your card for a while mm-hmm, but by all means this is five cost inkable cogsworth grandfather clock um he is a shift three which we'll talk about his shift target next there's only one right now is there one in a different color from last set i think that, okay so there's yes, only one baroque has the picture of him on it yes uh it has ward so you can't Banish it with uh dragons, so you can be prepared. It, it uh, be. it's a it turns for two, which we also love. That's it's a two five. Feature. I think I said that. Mm-hmm. Its ability unwind your other characters' gain resist one, so all the damage dealt to them is reduced by one. What you got? Which, which, first give me your rating and then tell me why. We're going nine. Okay, it's a high yeah. rating. That's I was a rating. say eight,
1: but nine, out of but ten, right, say nine, nine out of
0: ten, yeah. Um. Because being able to have something in play that you don't have to ever turn with, and unless they have be prepared, they are not getting rid of it, mm. or something that forces like the Elsa that forces you to tap it, yeah. which they're also probably playing with be prepared. Fair. Um, That is giving everything plus you one. You can't
1: tap it. It's word.
0: No, I mean you can. El- oh, can't you're right. It. Yeah, Elsa can't tap it, so nothing can tap it. <laughs> right. So, so it's essentially anything. essentially you have to be prepared. It. You yeah. can just leave
1: Lady Tremaine if it's the only one in play. Yes. Or. uh few other things i'm trying grab to think of how, do you, how do you how do you get rid of Cusco? yeah two three grab your swords will work for him uh you can do five
0: giant tanks yeah <laughs> but yeah it's one of those it's things that giving especially like the caterpillar it makes it a one four which makes it just that much harder to kill and it's like if it's if unturned which you would have to cheat it out with like a just in time and a yellow Not deck just in time well it's a, it's a three-cost shift, so I guess you could play it turn four. You could play it turn three. Well, you would want to play the Caterpillar turn three, shift that turn four. No, you put this down because it's not going to get killed, and when you put the Caterpillar down, it's not going to get killed. But either. you can't turn the Caterpillar that same turn. Okay. You want to be able to turn the Caterpillar when you have the resist. So you want to play the, play the shift target on turn two, Caterpillar turn three, and then shift on turn four, then you can turn for three. Okay. Oh, that's true. So if they can't hit you for four, essentially, because of resist,
1: you get to do it again.
0: Right. And it's not like they can hit you with a two cost and a one cost or something. Every one cost deals no damage. So they have to hit you for essentially always one more than you need to be hit for. The
1: beauty of resist. Right. Um, So I agree. I give it a nine out of 10 myself. Uh, The thing that we're not talking about is that big butts cause big problems. That's a five. Yeah. That's a hard number to hit. Now, yeah. mind you, that's a hard number to hit when you can't target it, which is the problem. It's ward. You can attack into five, not too bad. And it's bad.
0: inkable, which is insane. Right, but if
1: you don't need it, you can... So, to me, it's like a very, very good item that is hard to get rid of. Yeah. Um, It does turn for two, but I don't feel you want to turn this pretty much ever. Unless you're just leaving you're, it, unless it there to support the game. things. Sure. Or if there's nothing else and you can just get a free turn with it. Right. Uh, but otherwise, it's just supporting everything else. So, I agree with you kind of playing it after you have stuff to support is yeah. better but you can play at turn three and that on turn three is a pretty oppressive just piece right there that from the rest of the game, everything you play just starts with resist. And that's right. really, really powerful. Um, so I love that card. I think it's one of the most powerful. And I said, I agree with you, yeah. but we will talk quickly about the two cost Cogsworth talking clock. He's a two, three turns for one. Lame. Wait a minute. Lame. So your characters with reckless game, uh, you can exert them to gain the lore. So, okay if
0: reckless is that big of a deal in your deck but it's the fact is it's a two cost shift target for Kronzor. right and you're not really going to tap it unless you have that many characters with a rush which if you have that i mean it is a good way if you're playing like red blue maybe if you have so a bunch like yeah. a maui or two in turn it's like okay you get two more
1: yeah you can get an extra especially out the, of it. well
0: also if they especially. have nothing in, on their board if sure. they have nothing to kill you with and you have two reckless characters you can I just guess. tap game two lore but more importantly
1: it's so i only gave it a four out of ten because it's yeah a, i think it's not a good card right but it is a fine enough card because of the card it, it shifts into. into that yeah. shift is crazy good so i don't care that it's not so good of a card i'll still right. play it um, however
0: especially, especially um,
1: you're so so rude especially
0: how good co- like for good how cogs you exactly played. so or how good were. this
1: worked. is something that i keep talking about nobody believes me and i take it away two cost Corella deville fashionable cruiser she's a three two turns inkable. for one she is inkable correct two costs inkable as you said <laughs> uh during your turn this character gains evasive so now mind you i would play a two cost three two that's a good card right there's a four-two that I can think of that's g- Gaston, but he's reckless, which he could turn for one with Gogarth, I guess. <laughs> but that card's—it's a scary thing, but you have to attack with it. This you get to decide for, and you know what the f- best thing to kill with with Cora Deville is animals. Yes, <laughs> she kills two very important animals because she is Cora Deville and she does kill animals. Uh, that being Simba and Pascal. Just sniping a Pascal, it feels so nice. Like, oh, you got three guys, and I'm still killing the little lizard that I can see there. I'm going to wear it as, I don't know, a glove. Uh, it's such a good card, and nobody seems to value it right now that I've seen or that I've talked to. Like, like, why are you running that card? The, the, and the reason they're saying is because what we're about to say, this yep. isn't great. So I'll, I'll go to that one quick. Uh, a five-cost inkable Corella Deville, perfectly wretched. A four-three turns for two is a shift target. She shifts for three yep. onto that other Corella. And oh, no, you don't. When this character quests, chosen opposing character gets two less power. It's just, it's underwhelming. It doesn't yeah. really mean much. So people like, oh, they assume that you're running the shift and it's not. just want this beautiful two cost. Yeah. So that being said, I give that also a nine out of 10. I think that goes in all blue decks.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'd say eight. I mean, it's very useful if they don't have anything with evasive the, the card. I mean, it's still good. It's just not as useful. Mm. So, I mean, it's very situational, so I'd say it's an 8. I think the shift is like a 4. That's what I gave it as well. I think being able to shift for 3 is good. Mm -hmm. It turns for Mm 2, it has a little bit of a bigger body, but you lose the the evasive attack, which drops that down a lot. Giving something minus 2 is alright, but it's like, what do you... You turn it
1: into an offensive piece into a lore gathering piece. Yes.
0: Which is what... I just think
1: that for 2, I'm using this as a kill spell. You just... I get to pick what I get to kill with it. Instead of Gaston just killing the first thing that it can... Um, and she snipes animals so well. It's it's crazy the number of animals she can kill. Like's
0: very thematic, We're gonna keep Rob We're going to keep going
1: through on every animal she can kill. We're just going to talk about
0: Speaking of an animal she can kill, go for it. Duke Weaselton. He is a two-cost inkable. One, two. He is Duke Weaselton's small-time crook. Uh, he is ward, so you can't choose him. Uh, mm-hmm. Wow, brain fart. Opponents <laughs> can't choose his character except to challenge. His quote is, it's Weaselton instead of Weffelton. <laughs> right, <laughs> And uh, he turns for two, which we love. We do love turns for two. Not much else to say. He's a solid, like, five. He, like, he turns for two. He's a cheap card. What do you give it? A five. Oh, I missed that. I also mm. gave it a five, and I put Inkable Lilo with
1: Ward. That's exactly yeah. what it is to me, which is not a bad card. It's just that it costs two instead of one. Right. But you can effectively use this as you would a Lilo, yeah. but it has Ward. Uh, and a little... It can take two damage instead yeah. of one. So I think it's... It, it's better than I originally thought. Yeah. Anything that turns for two that costs two
0: and yeah, is inkable is two, very, it's rare. very rare. Or it's very good. So getting into our first uninkable card, I think, right? Yep. First one. Yep. Uh yep, first uninkable card. We have Gaston Intellectual Powerhouse. He is a six cost uninkable four four shifts for four turns for three mm-hmm. when you play this character look at the top three cards of your deck you may put one into your hand and the rest on the bottom of your deck in any order what do you think so here's my thing with any of these abilities it's look at look at two cards look at one card put sure. one on the top of your deck one in your hand one in on the bottom mm-hmm. i'm not a huge fan of that ability i know you aren't because i don't like looking at cards seeing three amazing cards and having to go well Two of them are going on the bottom of my deck where I'll never see them for the rest of the game because there's no way to shuffle my deck.
1: Can I do a little counter to that? Go ahead. I love when you grab three cards and two of them are completely useless and one of them is something you need and you pitch those to the bottom, which happens equally. So as someone who doesn't like other th- than me, I was gonna say
0: as someone who doesn't like to flip coins, I don't think that's something you should play. I'm just telling how in reality it should work, not how in my reality it does work. I'm not a huge fan of it still, even if, I mean, sometimes even just getting those bad cards are just ink. It's free ink.
1: Sure. I, if, unless it's t- inkables you can't use, but then you're at true. six. So how do you get, or four, maybe, four. I guess, if you cheated him into play, but I,
0: I'm going to give him a five. It's still good that he's a four, four He turns for three. I just do not. I mean, you, it says when you play this character, look, it's not even like you may.
1: Yeah. Well, that's you you put him in the card the, in the deck because you want to do that. Yeah, so I'm uh, gonna so, give him a five. I'm not a huge fan of him. I give him a seven, and I'm not a huge fan of him. I think it's powerful. I don't like it that much yet, but I think it's going to be in used in a in a way that is super advantageous. Right. Um, turning for three is great. And every time you turn for three, you're also filtering some cards. I know. I hear what you're saying. You see three things that you want. Well, and it's you only can when really you take play one. It's
0: not when you turn.
1: I thought it's when you turn. No, when you play this oh, character. Oh, that's less good. That's why I gave it a five. I'm with your five then. I can't read. Um, he's also Floodborne, which is starting to matter. Um, but other than that, yes, I'm with you. Five, my bad. So we will move on to something I now know the pronunciation of because I watched Frozen 2 yesterday amazing movie uh if you guys haven't seen it you should have i, I should have invited. also done it you're not invited now. i wasn't i had to have my own experience man uh it was great so this is C- grand pabby which i thought it was pabby until yesterday i refuse to call it pabby i will uh, always call it pabby ah good damn. boy a seven cost uninkable uh grand pabby oldest and wisest he's a three six turns for three Whenever you remove one or more damage from one of your characters, gain two lore. Um, As much as I do love this card, I only gave him a 6 out of 10. And here's why. I think it's very powerful. I have won games where I'm at 12 lore, and I just heal a couple of times while it's in play. So you don't have to even quest with it for this ability to go off. As soon as you put this down, you can start healing and gaining lore. Yeah. And I find that very powerful. It's a deck I was working on. It's a little too slow in the current meta, but it's very powerful. And all you do is just drop this down, and you win the game. It turns for three. That's great. It's a 3-6. That's great. Yeah. Uh, seven costs on Ingable isn't super wonderful. Um, cheating it into play is pretty good, which is what I do with mine. You do, I can do it for three or, you know, with the right cards. Um, but that being said, it's not
0: good enough that I think it needs a higher rating than that. I just think it's a fun card. Yeah. I, I agree with your six. There's not much you can really, I like being able to heal, but it's like being able to heal like that. The only deck you're doing that with is blue, yellow. And that's the color of the deck, right?
1: And because the only deck that has that other color that has that kind of healing, so right. if you put it uh, exists for for right, a, yeah, a, I agree. Amber sapphire deck.
0: Hammer from a hammer hammer. Yeah, we do
1: love hammer sham. from uh, flavor sham. Four cost inkable. He, I think it's Hiram flavor sham. flavor sham toy maker one six turns for one. When you play this card, and whenever he quests, you may banish one of your items to draw two cards. My personal opinion is this is the most powerful card in this color. This is a 10 Over out of 10 Cogsworth. for me. Over Cogsworth. This is a 10 out of 10 for me, not a 9 out of 10 like Cogsworth got. This is a 10 out of 10 for me. It is just, there's so many things in, that shouldn't be on a 4-cost inkable card. It's a 1-6. that's alone is fine for 4, Turns for one that's fair, at least, on this. When it comes into play and when it quests, you can pop items yep. to draw two cards. That's so powerful. Damn. And it's really annoying to kill. It only deals one damage, fine, but it has this big butt and Big buttons but cause big, big problems. problems. That's a great, great card that has unlocked an entire engine in Sapphire. Yeah. I, I don't know who how anybody could tell me any other card in this set is more influential than that. I hope if you have one, you can tell me. But this is too good of a card.
0: That's my 12 cents. I don't want to give it a 10 because I'm sick of playing against it. Yes, I'm with you. But still. But for what it does, the deck it runs with and the way items work, and especially with the card we'll talk about in five cards from now, four cards from now, the Nick Wild. Hmm. Super spoiler. Alert. Fine, I will give it a ten. I mean, I think you it, have to. You have to. It's it's so powerful.
1: There's so many things that could have made this. Not I still think Cogsworth is
0: better mm. because I still think being especially Cogsworth cards
1: is, is Cogsworth
0: drawing you. Yeah, but Cogsworth makes this better. Cogsworth makes any card better, Sure. sure. which is why I think Cogsworth is better objectively. Cards. But yes, this helps you draw cards, and that's the draw is what makes it a ten over the Cogsworth. But like. Helpfulness. I still think Cogsworth is slightly more helpful. It keeps this in any other card and play longer.
1: I agree with you, but this goes in every single Sapphire deck. Four just of like these, the these, four popsicles, and four. For and Cruella? It's just you have to have tw- This is the 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 twelve pound package for Sapphire. Now, if you ever want to have any- and Cruella, you gotta have the Cruella. Oh, well,
0: you just said that for me.
1: That I am not everybody. This is an everybody thing. Uh, It's hard to not play this. That's how good it is. But all right, I'm done gushing. I think I don't, I don't, I'm I'm with you. I don't want to play against it anymore because it's annoying to deal with. Even though you play it in your decks. Yeah, because it's it's like a whole new world. Right, I I just don't have to like a card or think it's good. That I think is good, unfortunately, (laughs) I don't.
0: Uh, So next up we got four-cost Uninkable James role model. He's a 3-3. He turns for two. Never ever lose sight. When this character is banished, you may put this card into your inkwell, face down and exerted. Um, What's your number? Better than I gave him credit for, I'm going to give him a solid... Oof. I want to give him a five or a six, but I'm going to give him a four because he's uninkable. <laughs> you have to cheat him. and You have to get him into play. He has to get banished. All for one ink. I feel like it's just too low. I mean, it turns for two, we love turning for two. That's right. Don't think it's that great. Uh, so I have
1: called this uninkable Grandpa Tala. It's... Not I don't even like Gramatala, and that's a decent card. Uh, so I gave this a uh, oh I, okay wrong one. Whew. I'm like no way I gave him that. I gave him a three out of ten. Um, Uninkable's not good for that ability. It's more annoying to have something that turns for two that somebody's going to want to deal with than Gramatala turning for one. Yeah, uh, and because a lot of people don't will... want
0: to kill the grandma until they like all right you're getting too much lore. Right, but you normally can get this three guy. Or four you want to get him
1: off. So if you can if if that is your uninkable slot that you really have your deck built that that is the card you're putting in, interesting. I think there's better ways to accelerate into the ink well, and it's just it's, if it was inkable, this would be a decent card. I would think it would be a solid card actually. Yeah. But being uninkable and just if you don't play it turn four, it just doesn't feel that you should yeah. have that in your deck, and I don't I don't love that. I guess unless you're running poo, but Poo's, we'll get to that. Poo's so good um so jasmine is the next card she's a one cost jasmine heir of agrabah uh, is a one two turns for one when you play this character remove one damage from chosen character of yours uh i think it's a nice one cost uh i normally want to see a two two on a one cost but it has a, a healing yeah. ability this to me is a one cost shift target for the jasmine in set one yeah uh, she shifts for three, and I think that this is a maybe about, I don't remember what the other one did,
0: does. I'll look it up. While you're, it. What, give me your number. Uh, I'm going to give it a solid four. I think the healing is really good. I think the healing makes it just... Yeah, people don't see it, see it happening, but I, yeah. I
1: only gave it a two out of ten because otherwise, if you're not running that Jasmine, it's just not a good point.
0: The Jasmine Queen is shift three. When you play this character, whenever yes. she quests, you move up to two damage from each of your characters. Two guess, five turns. The, for two. What I wanted to know is the the Jasmine disguise because oh. that's a
1: three cost. So you have to pay that three cost to, before you can shift into the three right. cost of that Jasmine. So this this one being a one allows you to actually do that in turn three. But why do you need to heal yeah, that thematic. much? It's thematic. It goes three? from
0: heir to queen of. Oh, that is cool. Yeah.
1: Um, so I'll talk about Judy Hopps uh, Which is something that I'm re- I am really like This card uh, Three cost inkable Judy Hopps optimistic officer she, Oh another alliteration card yeah. I already love that no, It's not Tinkerbell Tiny Tactician
0: You like um, Tinkerbell
1: Tiny Tactician huh? I do uh, Two three turns for two When you play this character you may banish chosen item And its player draws a card So it's like a baby flavor sham and that But you can target your opponents Yep. Because there's a lot of um, I'm trying to think of how many I you do want to kill a popsicle. You do want to kill their, um, their lanterns, things like that. So you are, you don't mind that they're drawing a card, because right. you're getting rid of something that is, that is, and it, either going to draw them more cards or be more advantageous, be more prepared. Um, and she turns for two, which we love. So I, like uh, I give her a seven out of 10. I think that it, it's an easy include in a lot of, yep. uh, a lot of decks, but I don't know.
0: I just never realized she's got a carrot. Oh, that's the recording. No, that's the the pen, Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'll give her, I'm going to give her a six. I think she's good, but I don't think other than a mirror match of the blue, uh, anything with like the blue red, I don't think there's a ton of items that get a ton of play right now for her. Sure. but I think over time she will get better as a card. I just, I agree with that. But also, even if they don't have an, uh, an item, you're still having a two, three that turns for two or oh, you yeah, have ink. Alright, so next up we have four cost uninkable Miss Judson Housekeeper. She is a one five, turns for two. We, love that. we love that. Tidy up, whenever you play a floodborne character, you may put the top card of your deck into your Inkwell face down and exert it. So this is a slightly worse Mickey, I think. Uh yeah, but this is what it's a
1: Mickey every time you play a Floodborne. So Which is
0: objectively worse because yeah, there's not the floodborn. So it's a worse there's Mickey. More, but-
1: I I think that this whole Floodborne thing is going to be a deck later on, so all of these will get better. Yes. Because, I mean, we
0: we had Floodborne in set one that, like, you didn't know. Like, Tinker... Giant Tink is a Floodborne. I know. We just didn't... You just don't realize it until... She
1: brings me joy.
0: Until they start talking about Floodborne characters more. So, for me, it's like... It will get better. Right now, it's a solid three. I have a two. I don't. It doesn't I, there's do much. So
1: many better ways to put ink in there, which we will talk about. When I, oh, one soon. of my favorites, but not not quite yet. Not quite yet. Uh, so this was the one you were alluding to earlier. Four cost Nick Wild Wily Fox. He's a two four. Turns for two. Love
0: Ooh. that. Uh, it's called a
1: hustle, sweetheart. Uh, when you play this character, you may return an item card name card. <laughs> Item card, uh, item card Bar Horse. <laughs> An item card named Popsicle from your discard to your hand. Uh, we're I about to talk with Popsicle. We already talked about what Popsicle is, uh but it I'm just lets of, you get back in very important. I'm part.
0: kind of sad it's not called it's it's called a Hustle Sweetheart it's because like, that
1: is isn't that the that's what yeah, he calls it. that's the it? quote
0: from the movie. He's, yeah, that's what he says to her. He says it's called a Hustle Sweetheart. Um, it's probably just for the way it looks like it's formatted on the page though so they could fit his quote they probably just trimmed it also they also trim off words that
1: could be offensive like um for uh, grab uh, your
0: swords we all have swords you you idiot idiot. we all
1: have swords they got rid of you idiot we just we all have swords so i think that maybe that's another thing called that quote-unquote censorship kind of a thing it's not but um yeah i think it's cool that it's called that the long story short this card is a solid seven or eight for me i had it at eight but uh i don't it makes the flavor sham good. It is like I said, it's a, I told you it was a four of. And so I kid stay with my eight. You're if right. you
0: don't have the Nick Wild, the flavor sham is bad. It's not bad. He's
1: you not don't as you don't good. get
0: yeah, I was gonna say he's not a ten without Nick. Because right, he's a nine without Nick. Right, because Nick is how you get your items back. Well, it's how you get your popsicles back, and the but popsicles that, are the things
1: that you
0: a, draw cards.
1: A it's easy to get an item back, which is hard to do in the game. B it draws
0: you a card. And then you eat three. Then minutes. you can. Yeah. Then you eat it with flower shrimp. Flour I still can't wait to see what that comes up with on the AI. All right. So next we have two cost inkable noy oi, oifed thief noy thief noy orphan thief. She is a one two. She he yeah she, she. she's a one two. Uh, turns for two hide and seek you have this. Well, you have an item in play, which blue we just talked about. This character gains resist one and ward. What do you think? I'm giving this an eight. Okay. Talk to me why it's an eight. Um it is, I mean it's it pairs very good in the popsicle deck. Mm-hmm. Um it's giving anything resist one and ward is very good, especially mm-hmm. for a child that mm-hmm. is a one-two-two, two, essentially. You always want popsicle turn one. If you go popsicle Noi, it automatically has resist one and ward. Yeah. So they aren't getting rid of it until you turn for two, so it's like a really good Lilo. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Plus, if you have Cogsworth, it gives it another thing, so it's essentially a one-four that turns for two. Yeah, I think.
1: <laughs> so I, it's surprisingly sticky this card, um, and you are going to probably there's popsicle juice all over it. It's probably nice. It's probably going to be turning for four. You're going to turn for two, and then you're going to turn for two. Yeah, and I think that's alone worth paying the two for it. Yep. So. I think if you are running the Hiram flavor sham popsicle engine, it's just a pretty easy include. Yeah, um, and I it's gonna get you some lore early because at this point you you are getting lore early in a color that you don't normally get lore early because you are getting set yep. up. So uh, I think it t- ticks a lot of boxes for Sapphire, and it's probably gonna be really big. <laughs> so I am with you on the eight out of ten. Hammer Schmidt. Hammer Schmidt. <laughs> nice. That's Hammer close. Schmidt
0: flavor some. It's pretty good. Yeah, it. And that was when we said we actually said his name. And you're also t- doing to try to get it to be confused. Flav- um, flavor sham toy maker. Once, so- yeah, okay, so it got it somewhat. Flemish, how much? All right, <laughs> settle down. Uh, so this is a card we will go over very quick. He is owl logical lecture one cost inkable two two turns for one. It's He's a three. Doesn't do much. He's a one for me. One cost one. He, no, he's a he, he one out of ten for me. No, I mean, he's a one cost
1: one. He is. He's just a two, two for one. There's so many of them. Yep. There is a hidden Mickey I found. Yep. Uh, which is really cool. And that is where the coolness ends. It's logical lecturer. I do
0: love alliteration. That makes me happy. Little but other than that, um, not worth it. Next, we have the four cost inkable Prince Charming, heir to the throne. He is a three, three turns for three. I think he's a... I'd give him an 8.5, but I, he's an 8 again. <laughs> uh-huh, I've true. given a lot of 8s. But, yeah. I mean, a 4 a cost scale. that is a 3-3 three, three that turns for 3 is really good. So here's my
1: thought process. He's a 6 out of 10 for me. Ooh. You know why he's a 6 out of 10 for me? Because How many a, green Hans do you see? I used to see a lot. You did used to see a lot. Now, mind you, the difference being green has a ton of stuff that turns for 2. Yeah, So it's not hard up for trying to have things that are going to get you lore. Blue does to an extent. But I still don't think it's going to get as much play because it's effectively the same thing. I think it's good. Uh, That's why I give it the six. It's got got some place, But exactly what it is. So, um, meh. Yeah. Uh, So, Rabbit is a five-cost inkable four-six turns for two. Rabbit reluctant host. Um, We love turns for two. The four-six. For me, it's like... a. Four out of ten, it's just like a nice yeah. costed card, doesn't mean anything. Turns for two we love. I'd give I'm
0: gonna give it a Great uh, draft card. I think it's a five. It's it's for the cost, it's semi-reasonable. It hits, it's got a decent sized butt. Yeah. And we know decent sized butts cause decent sized problems. <laughs> That's true. Um turning for two is great. Uh That's, it, yeah. okay. I I'd like it in draft, but I'm not gonna save a slot for it in a deck. Uh, what do you have on this? I really want to hear what you what you feel about this. Sisu, four cost, uninkable, divine water dragon. She is a 2-4, turns for two. Whenever this character quests, look at the top two cards of your deck. You may put one into your hand, put the rest in the bottom of your deck in any order. It's a solid six. Okay, why? I do not like that ability. I don't think it's as bad... But 4-cost uninkable for that ability is not great. I don't think the ability is good enough to warrant it being uninkable. Mm -hmm. It does not have a big enough attack or... uh, It doesn't have a big enough strength or willpower for it to be worth the uninkable, and it does Mm -hmm. not turn for enough for it to be uninkable. So why a 6, then? Because it's not inkable. If it was inkable, I would give it probably a 7 or an 8. No, but why why even give it a 6 if you only have bad things to say about it? It still turns for 2, and I like its ability slightly more because you're only looking at 2 cards, and 1 is going into your hand so it's still a decent draw it turns rather look at less cards i would rather look at less and have to put less there yes oh, you always think you're just going to get three perfect cards what's it like to just always have the best cards on the top i don't think i'm always going to have the best but my luck,
1: you would rather look at just your two. luck is you
0: would get three I, of would the look, best. I would look
1: at six and it'll be six great cards and i will look I to put at five and it'll be five useless cards
0: <laughs> what do you think? What do you got?
1: I have it um, at a solid 4 out of 10 for all the same reasons that you said. It, it's a fun enough card if you can keep it around. I think it's nice to kind of keep seeding the deck, but it's super easy to kill. It doesn't have any evasion or yeah. any way. Uh, and uninkable makes it unattractive. Yeah. Um,
0: it's a pretty card.
1: That's true. And the the I have seen the enchanted, enchanted for that. It's very pretty. Uh, I just learned about this thing, and the question is, is it a sentient horse? Sentient Hearse. Uh, sentient hearse. Sentient Hearse. So this is a four cost. So this is from Frozen. This is from Frozen, yeah. This is the knock, Water Spirit. Four, three, turns for one. It's got Ward. Um, it's elusive as water. It's, it is as elusive as water. It's a really pretty looking card. It's a three That's out of a ten it. for me. Yeah, um, I'd even go two. It's I, not if it, if it was a three, four, three that did all of yep. that, I, it would be a very good card. Or if it was a four, four, three that turned for two. Sure. And I think that they don't need one in every single card, yeah. so
0: it's just a pretty card. Yeah. So now we're getting to cool. one of the other best cards in blue. Okay. From the top three, I think. Well, it's, it's in the top five. Okay. We have three cost Inkable Winnie the Pooh. Mm-hmm. Having a think. Love that. Two, three turns for two. Honeypot, whenever this character quests, you may put a card from your hand into your inkwell face down. I have things to say. You go first. Um, I'm giving it an eight. Okay. Eight. Okay. Allows you to put any card into your inkwell from your hand, face down. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have to be revealed. So you can just throw something in there. Yeah. And if it's turning more than once, if you have bodyguard or ward and it's staying alive for more than a turn, you you can get molt extra ink. And with mm-hmm. the ramp and blue, it's really good. Okay.
1: Um. So I gave it a nine out of ten. Uh, I have so the things I have to say about it is theme is the first thing I want to say about this card. It's
0: very thematic.
1: Having a think. Like that is so very poo. He's just think, think, think. He's just sitting. And he's doing the thing right now. He, you can see him thinking next to his honey. And his ability is Honey Pot. H U N N Y Pot. Like it was. It's so beautifully thematic. Now there's that piece of it. Turns for two. We love that. Every single time it turns for two, you get to ink something from your hand. That means it can be an uninkable card. Yep. And it you get to put it in face up. It down. is not exerted. Excuse me. Face down, but it is not exerted. exerted. So you it can, is ready. You, can, you get to put two ink into play in a turn, turn that is usable ink. Yep. That is a very rare thing that you get to do in this game. And being able to do it repeatedly, like you said, if you have some way to keep him alive, a body card, something like that, do it on a couple cards. You can put, pay four ink. Now, mind you, you have to have, this is why you have to play it with Harem right. and all the, the draw, because now uh, Sapphire has draw, but you can just keep inking things. This is very underrated. I think this is going to be a huge yeah. card. Um, and it's just like you're saying. Um, they're cheap. Get them now while you can. 44 cents, apparently. Well, they're I in have... the starter. Oh, are they? Yeah. Regardless. Poo stunks. Poo stunks. <laughs> they are probably poo stunks if they're in the starter. I didn't know that. But I think it's a really great card. It's going to be going in stuff. Yeah. You want to talk about this because it's your favorite movie? It's not my favorite movie, but it's up there um so four cost falling down the rabbit hole uninkable it is you're right sorry four costs uninkable um it's an action each player chooses one of their characters and puts them into their inkwell face down and exerted um there's a, again comes in exerted i don't love this card this is a. I have it at a four but i don't even think i like that i'm gonna say a three now because i just feel four is even too generous
0: only um, reason i'll keep i think i'll i'll agree with the four is because it's each player that includes you. Right. Which means if you have, which is something I was thinking about with the blue Hades, it's great to be able to ink one of your opponent's characters when you play it from mm-hmm. the first set. Mm-hmm. If you have a character, like, we'll talk about it later, but, like, a big 10-butt card, like a 10-cost 10-10, yeah. or 9-cost 10-10-butt, 10, 10 <laughs> big butt, and it has 9 damage, and you don't have any use for it, aside from Dinner Bell, which draws you 9 Shh. cards. <laughs> don't be do don't be, don't be telling the world! um this just gets rid of a liability that's going to die okay and you get an ink yes it's exerted but you get an ink to play another thing the following turn. here's
1: the other thing i'm thinking about just now um and that is like red blue control yeah where all you're doing is just waiting for your opponent to play one card and you just play this and they have to ink that card but you also
0: have to ink something of yours so unless you play this before you even play a character if you if you're playing like That's also red, so true. if you play like red <laughs> red blue control ramp, oh, you ram you would just ram
1: about that you just you just you ramp you world, play it and then you just their whole new world you be prepared and then you're just every time before you play anything they play something you just so oh that one fell down the rabbit hole yeah. Okay. Actually, that's an interesting control card. I still don't think it's good. I I think you need to keep your four, though. No, no, I'm keeping my four, but I think that it's got more application than I originally gave it credit for.
0: So we have four dozen eggs is a four-cost inkable action Mm. song, so it can be sung. A character with four or more can sing it for free. Uh, Your character's gain resist two until the start of your next turn. So essentially... They during your opponent's turn they have resist two. Yes. And your turn. Yep. This is another eight for me. This is very good. It's incable, which means you can get rid of it, but giving something resist two, especially on turn four, like that caterpillar, mm. making that caterpillar a 1-5 turning for three, if you can get six lore out of that, that's really good. Yeah. Uh, so um You're not impressed. I could tell by that. Eh.
1: No, no, I, I do like this card. I actually gave it a six out of ten. Um it's a song. So every song just gets bonus points because it's the ability to just use it. It makes it more feasible. Um, Backbreaking in draft, FYI, very good draft card. Uh, Just wins games. Um, Yes, Resist 2 is really good. It's on your turn and your opponent's turn. So that it lasts that long makes it worthwhile. Um, I just don't know... Makes it worth a nick while. I don't know how... Many times you just need that thing. Yeah. Um, but if the fact that it's a song makes it better for me. I like it. I want to see it in something. I don't currently have the idea what that would be, but it is a neat card. Yeah. Um, so the next card we have is launch. Um, which should have easily just been Yeet. That would have been way better. Uh three costs uninkable action. Banish chosen item of yours to deal five damage to chosen character. Ready, aim, Yeet. um, <laughs> It's a fun <laughs> card, is where I'm at. On that, there's so many items now that are becoming a thing. Yep. Like, see that you can use one of them as a projectile. That's kind of fun. Just like, <laughs> just chuck a popsicle at somebody. Coconut head. basket.
0: Um, I, I think it's a but, six. Okay, it's uninkable. It can do. I mean, five damage is a lot. It can kill something. Snipe something. Even kills everything. Which lets you turn after you do it. Yeah. Uh, being uninkable sucks. And if you don't have, if you're not playing popsicle and you're playing a higher cost items, it's not worth it. So I think it's a six because it's really high damage, but especially if something has ward and you can't target it or something, it just makes it like, eh.
1: So it's a 2 out of 10 for me, because I feel oh, wow. you don't want to use your items like that. You mostly just want to eat them with Hiram, or use them for what you put them in the deck for. Um, good, An interesting draft card if you're kind of heavy on, uh, on items again, but I just... It feels too situational. You have to want to do a 5 damage, which is a, a decent amount of damage. I'm not to say you don't want to do that to something smaller, but uh, you want to get your money's worth out of it. And I feel
0: like you could be getting rid of something you need. So yeah. I don't love it. So you got one cost, inkable, nothing to hide. It's an action. Each opponent reveals their hand, draw a card. This is a 2. It is only a 2 because you get to draw. Okay. That's about it. Um, I give it a four. I think that knowing your opponent's hand, like especially
1: right at the beginning, is pretty interesting. Like, okay, know exactly what their next couple plays are going to be. Now I'm in a whole new world. Uh, right, sure. Um, and drawing a card replaces it so it doesn't feel that bad. I don't think it's... there. I don't know what, what deck it needs to be in, where you're like, it oh, I need to bad. know what's in, in, in the hand. But I feel like there's a little bit of application to this, so I give it a four. Um, fang crossbow is a three cost item inkable careful aim you can exert it pay two chosen character gets two less power or stay back you can exert it and banish it to banish a dragon there's really i mean it's to kill maleficent yeah. or Madame mim i guess both is of you is sisu a dragon probably oh, that's a good point Let's. I guess we can do that because we have the power. Yeah, dragon. There target. we go. So we a third target. So the not, not a lot of great <laughs> targets. So um, it can get better. Yeah. Right now it's not. It's inkable. So that, that it gets a two out of ten because it's inkable. Yep. Other than that, I don't love it. Uh, gumbo pot was something that I was considering running, and I'm still on the fence about. in a I like particularly deck. Um, I don't know if it's better than coconut basket. That's where I'm at. Right. So it's a two cost item. Um, you can exert it to remove a damage from each, from up to two chosen characters. So one damage on two different things is pretty powerful for just a turn like that makes things a lot more harder uh, to do the math on or more difficult for English speakers. Um, it's, I like the coconut basket, but also that barely gets used. So,
0: um, I think it's better in this whole flavor sham world where he can just eat it if it's not helping you. Flamashama. Flamashama. Um, he's a solid. It's a solid six for me. I like it. I like healing the damage. It's nice. It's two cost inkable that you can turn on turn two. Yeah. Closest thing to turning four two that it can do. I I have it at a three,
1: so I think that there's a couple decks that it's interesting in, but otherwise not too too powerful. Yeah
0: uh we have three cost maurice's workshop whenever you play another item you may pay one to draw a card it's a three i think even maybe a four it's all right that you can draw a card but especially on turn three this is not especially on inkable this is not really a card you want to play Mm. doesn't do you a whole ton plus you're especially you're losing ink which yes in this whole like we were saying popsicle world you draw it Draw a card with popsicle. You can draw another one more. You but you're still paying one in early mm-hmm. game. That's very detrimental to you. I think if you're running this in
1: a really hyper drawing popsicle flavor sham, Nick Wild World, right. um, You can get a few extra cards out of it, and it's another item itself that flavor right. sham can eat. Um, so I think there's a little bit of utility there. I don't love the card at all. Uh, it's I, I wish that we could just put Maurice, which does the exact same thing, yeah. but obviously Maurice is too expensive. Uh, so it's cool to have that ability, and I think that there could be some silliness with it, but right now it's I don't think it's worth it. So yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm still only gonna have it at two. Um, you want to talk about popsicle? So yeah, I'll talk about this popsicle. one. So,
0: popsicle. Exactly. Popsicle. I keep doing that. Uh,
1: so popsicle is a one cost item. When it when you play this item, draw a card, and you can banish it to remove two damage from a character. Uh, it's a nine point seven. I know. I don't want to do points. I'm lying. What? It's a nine out of ten. But like, it's so. What happened
0: to no decimals, Rob? I'm not. I, I to was, do decimals jo- I was joking.
1: I, I. It's. You can't without flavor sham. It's not that good. Eh. I think that drawing a card is good. It replaces itself, and it's like a cute little healing on a stick. I think without Nick like
0: Wild, it's good. I think being even. Drawing a card, you can banish it to remove any damage anytime when you challenge, and then just get it back with Nick Wilde and draw another card. I get sure so I get not to being able to card. draw with Flavor Sham, but like it doesn't make it a terrible card without Flavor Sham. It makes it it doesn't make it as good with Flavor Sham without Nick because you're only using it once. I agree that
1: Nick is important in that, but the card draws coming from Flavor Sham. Also so if true. you do all of your card draw with Flavor Sham, maybe you don't need the Nicks. I get that it's great and I, it feels really good, but. Um, I think that they're both equally important for that engine, yep. but the flavor sham is what's driving all those cards.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, either way, it's it's a nine out of ten. I just don't think it's perfect. I think it's a really amazing card, yeah. um, and it is the core of an engine. But I don't think it in a vacuum is yeah. spectacular.
0: And last but not least, for blue, we have four-cost inkable sardine can. Uh your exerted characters gain ward opponent a p can't I about a pornist. <laughs> opponents can't choose them except to challenge. Um eh, it's like a two for me. Okay. It's alright. I like having ward, but if it's exerted, no one's really gonna try to target it. I guess maybe like I don't know. I mean exerting it to gain ward defeats the purpose of a lot of people using things that ward is applicable to, like, smash in the elsa and stuff like that like people don't exert for that reason it's like once they exert they have ward. it's like whatever you i can just kill you
1: i agree that you can just kill something that are that is big or, or that excuse me that is big that is exerted i don't know where i got big from uh that is true but also you're already vulnerable when you are exerted and if you're going to be exerted because you're turning. You right. To, like you want to get uh, more lore on the board and you're, or, so your guys are already going to have that. So why not just give them ward, which is a backbreaking ability. Right. Um, I give it a six out of 10. I, I want to find a way to fit this in at some decks because ward is silly, but yep. uh, it's a very annoying thing to get around, but I get that if something's already turned sideways that you can attack it. But yeah. uh, I want to see this do something well as, as well. And I give it a six.
0: All right. All right. Now moving on to Steel, the last color of our set review. Yes. Here we go. This is. I'm excited for this
1: set. We gonna, yeah. Start, yeah. start us off. Start us off.
0: We got beat, Four Cost Beast, Forbidden. Forbidding Recluse. He is a three form. Uh you are not he turns for one. You are not welcome here. When you play this character, you may deal one damage to chosen character.
1: What's your what's your valuation on this
0: piece? Uh he's Again, looking at it as a shift target, looking at any of looking at this specifically as a shift target because that's really all it is good for. It's a solid five. Okay. We'll get to it, but the shift for the big beast for emo beast three. And Playing a 4 cost, then it shifts for 3 the next turn when you can pay 5 for it the next turn anyway. Yes, you can turn with it, blah, 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 all that stuff. Um, It's just, like, not great for what it does. It's it's not bad, it deals 1 damage, it can ping to kill something. It's just a solid 5, like, it's useful, you can shift if you need that extra 2 lore, but... Like so if I, you want I, to get a Cinderella out or something, but I give this an eight out of ten. Really? Wow. <laughs> you okay over there? <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I really do. Um, uh, yeah, I really do. It's a it's a three four for four. That's fine. You have you have a big enough butt. You can probably survive one attack. So you're taking at least six damage on stuff. Hopefully. And when it comes in, you're pinging something. And that one ping can make the big difference in a lot of stuff, especially in this color. Yeah. So um, maybe eight's a little high. I do like this card a lot. But I think it is a lot stronger than people are giving it credit. That one damage makes a lot. You can ping so many
0: little things. You can ping an Enchantress with that. You can ping a... Enchanted uh, Cinderella one drop with that. Yeah, that feels real. That's Which just a one I was going to say, she? to be fair... It is. I guess I'm not giving it enough credit. It is a Lilo, Lilo killer. It is a Lilo and one cost Maleficent killer. And I made Pascal. Pascal, yes. So it can kill a lot it of kill okay. some
1: relevant targets, but All also right. just putting that one damage.
0: The, that okay, fixes a lot of combat. Man, you, you've convinced me. I'll give it a six. Deal. I'll move it up
1: one. Uh, so the next beast is six cost beast, Selfless Protector. He's a two eight turns for one shield another. Whenever one of your other characters would be dealt damage, put that many damage count- counters on his character. counters. Um, so here's my thought on this. I give it a 5 out of 10, and I'll tell you why. Um, Even though you're building a deck with it. That's a different thing, and that's a secret deck. Um, I have a, a fun idea with this card, but otherwise, it it's only interesting. So you're, you're really paying the full six for it. So you have to get it into play, and that has to be right. better than other six costs you could be to getting towards your goal because it is a defensive piece. Now, mind you, you can swing with things, and they don't take any damage. Yep. He takes the damage. If, if somebody's trying to ping your stuff down, he takes the damage. It is a better, technically better bodyguard than bodyguard. Because, He's a big butt. And, and he does. Big he butt takes, calls big problems. Exactly, and he takes eight when there's something that gives – for more toughness than we'll, we'll or willpower, we'll have a conversation. Um, but that being said, if there are two of these in play, that is bad, because you have two of these in play. Whenever anything gets damaged, both of them take the damage.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, so. Dinner bell. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I have a really cool deck idea with with this and dinner bell. Now that that's been ruined, aired
0: out to the four listeners that we have. Yeah,
1: and now they'll know. So you ruined my chances against them with this fancy deck. Uh it's it's an exciting card because you can put a lot of damage on it, and then he can get a bunch
0: of cards. But Other than that, I think it's only meh. So yeah. that's why I give it a five. Yeah, it's a, it's around a five, even a four. It's like it's I, it has to be a five, I think, because it absorbs damage, which is really good. Putting into play that late is essentially yeah. a bodyguard. It's a, it's an offensive bodyguard. Sure, but it's a bodyguard for all damage. So yes, it's, it's interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. We got five cost Inkable be- Emo Beast, or better known as Beast Tragic Hero. He is a 3 5. He turns for 2, which we love. He's a shift 3, which is why none of the shift targets for him are really worth it. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the start of your turn, if this character has no damage, draw a card. Otherwise, he gets plus 4 this turn. This card Before is a attack. 9 for me. Okay. This card is very good. Either drawing a card or getting plus 4 to kill something feels really good, being a 7-5, and it turns for 2. Don't know what else to say about it.
1: Uh, so I am with you. This, is, this card is a 10 out of 10 for me. Uh, it is very, very powerful in a lot of situations. Um, another card you can effectively just put down and leave active and, and leave it there um you're drawing two cards at the beginning of your turn every turn and that's very powerful yeah and if not you're killing something and then you turn it to gain some lore if you need to let them try to kill it if they can't uh great you could turn it two for again and if they start damaging it then you're hitting things for seven so you're taking things out on the way out yeah um i suppose you could self damage it if you really wanted it to do that but it has to be at the beginning of the turn
0: yeah
1: um so it would have had to happen before uh, I just think that as a draw engine alone, it's really powerful. Um, I don't, I, it's more of a fancy item again. Yeah. Similar to what I feel Cogsworth is. But it's a really, really cool card.
0: Yeah. Um, so what's your evaluation on the next card? We got three cost Inkable Benja, Guardian of the Dragon Gem. He has a two, three, turns for two. When you play this character, you may ban his chosen item. Uh, he's a solid eight for me I think banishing an item especially against blue is really good preventing their flavor sham you know discard to draw is really good um and just being able to I mean it's a three cost two three turns for two it's still decent size butt for a three cost I mean it's just a solid overall card I think. Uh, I have this at a nine out of ten. oh I think this card is
1: incredibly good. It fills a lot of uh, roles. getting rid of people's items. You just, even breaking a popsicle with this is fine. Yeah. Um, it's a 2-3 that turns for two. So if worse comes to worse, you're getting one turn out of it, and that's worth it after destroying their item. Yeah. So you're just getting value for three. I think it's a decently underrated card. Another one that I think is a pretty auto-include in most steel at this point.
0: Yeah. Um, so that's why I got to give it at least a nine. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to stick with my 8, but I agree why you want to. <laughs> so then we got 4 cost, uninkable, Chief Bogo, a respected officer. He's a 2-4, turns for 2, insubordination. Whenever you play a Floodborne character, deal 1 damage to each opposing character. It's like a 6. It's one of those things there's not enough Floodborne yet for it to be good. It's also uninkable. Mm-hmm. But being able to deal 1 damage every time you play a Floodborne character is really good. There's also not a ton of cheap Floodborne characters right now that make this good, but if you could chain a bunch of like one or two cost Floodborns, you could kill a lot of things. Uh, I value this a little bit higher. I have this at a four
1: right now. Um, I think that there is more Floodborne, like you're saying, yep. coming out. Um, and you want to have this in play when you play your Floodborns, and each of the Floodborns costs about four, or five, right. and six. So it's appropriately costed in that. It is uninkable. I don't yep. love that. Turns for two, I do love that. Um, I think that just doing damage to everything, like a Tinkerbell, every time you play a Tinkerbell and this, that's yeah. two to everything that feels real nice. Yeah. Um, so there, I think there's some interesting pieces and it's only going to get more powerful. So right now it's f four, but I think this is the biggest growth potential, honestly. Yeah. Um, and fun fact, the badge on his shoulder and on his, uh, on the lapel on the side are both the steel, steel symbol, Yep. which is a nice little touch. And he's got the, the uh aviators on as well um so chief bogo great but i'll give you another one is two cost cinderella knight in training she's a two two turns for one when you play this character you may draw a card then choose and discard a card uh, similar to simba from the first set the one yep. cost simba,
0: simba. Um, it's
1: a fine enough ability uh, i like it when it was on Simba, and this is just a good shift target. Yep. Um, depending on the deck, the amber one is typically more yeah. appropriate as a shift target, but this is if perfectly If you're not fine. playing it
0: with amber, this is a better, sh- a different shift target. Right. Than and it, like...
1: it's in it's in color, so yeah. you can use it. So I think that it has a lot of value in that. It's one of the promos we found out. It's, it's very shiny. Uh, we like that, um, but I think it's a fine enough. So I give I give this one actually a six out of ten because the thing that it falls into is bonkers.
0: Yeah, I mean you can get these. A lot of your locals will be handing them out either monthly or sometimes weekly or you know. Some of them. This was, I think, this is supposed to be like the Tinker Bell from last season, where you handed out for coming once. Yeah. Um, Ooh, I'll but, I'll do it right now. <laughs> but you know, shout out to the local game stores around here. Again, we kind of missed this in the beginning, but um, Zombie Planet Fortress of Gaming in Albany for holding not one but two drafts. Of yes. Larkana Thursday in and one Saturday. Week. Yeah. Yes. Uh,
1: those were really fun.
0: Minus yeah. how bad I did the first time, but uh, very
1: <laughs> very nice to, them to bad. Do that. Sure, can't do anything yeah. about it. I still won when undefeated. Yeah. Um it's it's nice that we're finally getting to use product like actual product. Yeah. You know what I mean? And
0: everyone's getting or keeping at least a lot of stores. I know uh Zombie Planet's keeping product aside, Aqualonia and is as shout well. shout out to them, yeah. and Geek Me and Schenectady yep. put product aside. So For people so that people are going there to play or yes. having product that they can have access to. Yes. And
1: prices are good. And I think that's really great that these these stores are keeping the, the game alive in that regard because that's the one thing we were
0: concerned about. Right. So now we get to the second tied for first best card in silver. We have Cinderella, Stoutheart, Stouthearted, mm-hmm. Seven Cost, Inkable, Five Five, Shift Five, mm-hmm. Resist Two, and it turns for three. Its ability: the Singing Sword. Whenever you play a song, this character may challenge ready character this turn. This is a ten. <laughs> yeah, if you I, put this I, under I, a ten. You're, you're stupid. You're
1: confused if it's less than a ten. <laughs> uh, uh, yes, it costs seven. Fine. Cool. The idea... It, that is fair. <laughs> it should cost seven. It cost uh, eight. Uh, it's so powerful. Turning for three with such a difficult butt to smash through, it's it's really, really, really impressive. And if we're... You're like, oh, I don't want to... Do I want to turn for lore? No, I don't need it right now. I need to get rid of your scary stuff. I'll play any song. Yeah. And now whatever you have, I can... I'm guaranteed to be able to attack literally anything yeah. you have. Yeah. Uh, it's so, I mean, I guess it's not evasive, but not, okay. But But there's so many cards that can give it the evasive. Another another fun little fact. Uh, It's so, so good. Uh, I don't, other than the seven cost, which I guess could be the argument against it. I don't see how anybody can say it's, there's not, it's such a great card. It's not such a powerful, amazing card. Uh, It's a 10 out of 10. I'm super with you. Uh, And that singing sword, that's such a cool ability. Uh,
0: Yeah. And I mean, even at the seven cost, like you, you want to shift it. Yeah, your the goal is to shift it, of right. course. But even if you're playing it for seven, it doesn't you're not sad. Right.
1: Um so uh, that aside, that, that got, like I guess we give enough love to that. Uh, the next card is a five cost Donald Duck Deep Sea Diver. Lots of D's on that one. Well, uh he's a 6 5 turns for one. It's just a vanilla 6 5 for five fantastic draft card yep. kills things. Um, otherwise it's just a nice looking art yeah
0: like the little cameo from the
1: diving mini in the background Yeah. so that's that alone gives the, it gets a three out of ten for art yeah um it's just a really cool looking card but again yeah.
0: not worth it so next up we got four cost inkable two five turns for two eli LaBouffe, big daddy i love i love a big daddy right that is also a three cost specifically for that name and that's about it it's all it does. Uh, it's yeah, it's turns for two. It's Shia's
1: dad. It, it's really a fantastic draft card. Yeah. Uh, otherwise you can fill a like a four cost slot if you're looking for something specific. Just yeah, and a, a lot card, of these but...
0: cards that don't have abilities can be very good draft cards because they're cheap. They turn, and a lot of the time, some of the abilities where it's like play a song or play an action aren't super applicable in draft because you need to draft right. them to be able to do it.
1: Uh, here's another thing: is in my new format, that's a fantastic card if you're running Princess and, and the Frog. Frog yeah. That's a really strong card. So in Princess and the Frog, there's a good forecast. So that opens up other cards when you're like, eh, I would never really use this in anything. Yeah. Guess what you could use it in, and it just gives you an opportunity to use some order cards. And we can talk about Rob's favorite draft card ever. I twice got this in play nine you
0: purposely did not win a game on a turn to get this i waited
1: an extra turn when i could have won the previous turn so that i could play this card uh this is the nine cost goofy night for a day he is a 10 10 folks that's a two digit numbers 10 10 turns for four that's it that's all you. it's a 10 10 turns for four
0: what Uh, does he do he kills everything find
1: a thing it dies it's really really cool it's too expensive. Like mean, it's not something you would. I mean, there's probably a deck you can put it in. Steel I've been trying. I've been trying to figure out how to cheat this into play. I told you I was Legends, doing it with. Yeah. No, you do it with Mufasa. Oh
0: no, Mufasa's dead. Blop. Here's the goofy, um, <laughs> or the Mickey Mouse that you pay three less to yep, play to something. It for, pay for six. It's a six day. cost ten ten that turns for four. Uh, where if you're playing it with Cogsworth, well, you couldn't because it's a yellow card. So it would be with like a yellow. It'd have to be yellow. So, I really, to be fair, only give it a four
1: out of 10. And uh, the only. It, <laughs> here's why. There's a thing called dragon fire. <laughs> uh, or, you know what else really hurts? Uh, mother knows best. I just paid nine for this. You paid three and popped it back up into my hand.
0: Yeah, I think. I'm losing the race
1: <laughs> at that case.
0: I think it's a five because you can put it in yellow, and yellow, you can use. Between the lanterns and the Mickey, you can drop it down to like a. Five cost which makes it more which makes it feel sure. better but yes i do admit anything it's if you're too- ever playing against red or green and they play those <laughs> oh, cards so
1: bad so oh, bad. bad
0: it's a they can they had war gonna sing let it go for free
1: and that then it feels really bad so uh if you can give it ward so again if you put the i i was con- honestly considering this in my blue steel deck there it is yeah
0: I mean, but... What do you do if it has ward? Absolutely nothing. You, can't just, do you just let it, like, <laughs> crap all over you. Yeah,
1: I mean, as soon as it gets warded, it is scary. That's
0: true. So uh, next up, we have six-cost, inkable Hercules Divine Hero. He has a 6-3. Uh, turns for two, we love. He shifts for four mm-hmm. and has resist two. That's about it. Uh, he, so he's basically a 6-5. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not, not much to say. He's a solid, like to me he's a solid 7 because he hits for 6. Yes, he's a 6 cost and he shifts for 4, which is kind of rough. But with the resist 2, he's can get more he can live more than one turn essentially. Yeah. Um I don't think he's it's a great idea for him to be the focus of someone's deck, but aside from that, um I think he's a solid seven. He has its uses and that's about it. Uh, I haven't met a five out of
1: ten. I think that he has some interesting uses like you're saying. Yep. He's a six-three that he's killing something. Yep. Um you can survive most things in return, so you're probably killing two things. Yep. Um so killing two things for six is fine. Uh he is floodborne. That's starting to be, make a difference. Um if you have nothing to kill, he turns for two. So I think he's just a solid card. Yeah. Um and at shift four, he's a really great to shift on the three cost um, bodyguard from the first set. So I think that that's really fun. And I think that that card is a lot better than maybe it gets valuation for as well. So I think that alone makes it an interesting, Oh, you just upgraded your three, three to a six, three. Yep. Um, So I think it has some application. I'd love to see it in something. And again, makes the Hercules deck really good. Yeah. Um, So five out of 10 for him. Yeah. So next we have the, actually I'll let you talk about this because I know you love his quote. Uh, so, this is a two cost Hercules hero in training. He's a two three uh turns for one. It's just a basic two three turns for one as usual. But the quote is need to call IXII, which is a very funny quote from the movie uh about him calling 911. I think it's really cute. um It is a, another shift target. And yep. It means nothing to me. It's like a two out of 10 for me. I yeah. It's worse. I would rather have the three costs in
0: my deck. Yeah. Uh, so next up we have... Oh, an, yes. Actually, I'll, I'll let to you just handle the next, next two. two. Yeah. Wow, yeah. So
1: this these next two, I have been on since the beginning, and I think more and more people are starting to think about them, but uh, I'll do them in reverse order because it doesn't matter the order we do these in. So first one is the two-cost Jafar Royal Vizier. Um, he is a 3-2, turns for one, and it's exactly as the Cruella that I previously Cruella. talked about. And I told you that card was really good. Yep. Same reason. It's a 3-2, kills evasives. It's for 2 it, it's just a, it's a kill spell it's i fi- i would rather play this every day of the week than i would rather than eric yeah and i think eric is a really good card this is just better yeah um and the other card that we are considering as well and that being me Um, Is the four cost Jafar Dreadnought also inkable? Three, four turns for one. Yep. So gets a little bit bigger, just a bigger butt, goes from a three, two to a three, four, still turns for one. But you can shift two, which means you can do it on turn three when you have your Jafar already in play. Um, during your turn, when this character banishes another character in a challenge, you may draw a card. Yeah. Drawing is super important. It's a source of draw. And you know what this does really? It eats uh, a little card called Simba. Uh, and and You love other, killing anything kill Simba. makes me happy. I love <laughs> that card, but it still needs to die. Um, it Just 3 4 is a solid enough attack, and you're going to draw at least a card off of this, if not two. Yeah. Um, and it's when he banishes it in a challenge. So if in the return kill, it also banishes something, you do get to draw a card on the way out. Yeah, uh, It's just really, really powerful. So in combined, I have uh, an, an 8 out of 10 on the Dreadnought and the previous same rating I gave the Cruella de Vil and a 9 out of 10 for the Vizier. That's my spiel on these. I love these cards. i I, I just been trading for everybody's foils for this card because I think they're really powerful, and people are going to figure it out.
0: Um, yeah. I'm gonna give it a solid seven on both of them. I think the shift one. The only thing that makes it bad is whenever uh, this character banishes another character in a challenge, which means you have to be the one challenging. If you don't, no, oh wait, no, no you I, don't. I okay, just specifically said that. I thought you just read it wrong, honestly. Well, I um, didn't. You didn't. You're right.
1: So you kill something for three. If they are dying to three as well on the return yeah. kill, you're drawing
0: another card. Yeah. So yeah, yep. I, I'd Feels say good. eight and seven for those two. Yeah, I think I still think like the Cruella, it's situational, it's but it's still a, a good switch. No, the evasive it, is situational.
1: It? Oh yeah, but it's yeah. just an added bonus, right? You, you'd play
0: a three-two for two. Yeah, it happens to kill evasive. So next we have six cost Kronk Junior Chipmunk. He is a four-five turns for two with resist one. During your turn, whenever this character banishes another character in a challenge you may deal two damage to chosen character. It's a solid six for me. It's nice to have a snipe, which, again, with Ward becoming slightly more prevalent, it's always not as applicable. But having resist one makes it a four six. It turns for two. It's a little pricey for a four two, but, or a four five. But I, I think it's a solid six.
1: Okay. I, I'm I'm with you on the six as well. I think it's a close to t- giant tank card. Yep does the exact same ability doesn't have the on entry damage, but it does have resist. So it survives more. Yeah. Um, if you could shift this into play, I would have a better rating, solid argument for it, but, um, you can't, I just think that you're going to get a couple of things out of it. Uh, how many times has Tink given you a two for one or three for one, but most of the time, that's the element of quote unquote surprise when you are at four and happen to have a tiny tactician on board. Um, That being said, I think it's a pretty cool card,
0: but it's 6 out of 10. Yeah. Um, So, I don't know why. I was whistling to make the Tinkerbell thing before, and I just missed the whistle the first time. (laughs) So, we have the 3 cost Inkable Lawrence, uh, who is a zero four, turns for 2, but payback. When this character has no damage, he gets plus 4. He's a run of the mill five for me because there's so much like we just talked about so much snipe to just be able to put damage on it before he even gets to turn once mm. that it doesn't it you might not even be able to do anything with him because he's a zero four. I mean you turn for two maybe once or twice, which we love turning for two. Mm. But I just don't think it's great it's a great draft card. I'm with you on all the things you're saying. Five out of ten. I think
1: more often than not you are gonna hit for four with it once though. Yes. And I think that's actually if if it were not so easy to put damage on it, like you're saying, uh, this would, would be much high. higher value for me. But I still think that most of the time you're gonna play this, somebody's gonna look at it, it's like, eh, what the hell is that thing gonna do? Yeah. You're gonna turn for two, and then you're gonna turn for two again. They're like, oh, I gotta deal with that, and then you're gonna hit for four, unless right. they plink it, which they can. But I think you're you're gonna get a couple of turns out of this card, probably two, yeah, because it's got a big butt for three. So I think that it's it's a solid enough card, five or six for me. Uh, so you want to, you want yeah, to gotta do this one? You got to do this so one. So the next card is a five cost little shang. Little shang. Uh, archery instructor. <laughs> He's a three, six, costs five. He's inkable, turns for two. Archery lesson. When this character quests, your characters gain invasive this turn. So again, invasive being slightly more prominent. Yep. That's useful. Great draft card. I don't like it. It means my evasive characters don't get to live. Right. So uh he just it. Plunk, plunks them out. He's the best rapper there ever, ever has been. He turns for two. Uh, I think it's a solid card, but uh, for me, again, similar to Lawrence, like a, like a
0: five. Yeah. Um, I'll give it a six just because of the evasive. Yeah. It's a little more expensive. It turns for two, but it has a big butt, and big butts, you know, Causes cause big, big problems. problems. So, yeah, I think I'll give it a solid six, and it has a great name being Lil Shang. I love Lil Shang. Uh, so, next up, we have three cost Magic Broom, the industrial model. Uh, it is a two, three, turns for one. Whenever you play this character, Chosen character gains resist one until the start of your next turn, so it's just like the four dozen eggs um, that you get, or half a dozen eggs or whatever it was that you... Four dozen eggs. Four yeah. dozen, that's what I thought. okay, Where you get to play, get get resist on anything for a turn, so you give the Lawrence resist if it's just, if they plink damage on it. Okay, now it's back up to having four. Right. Uh It combos well with the purple Mickey, but what I was thinking about when people were talking about when everyone was like, oh, they're going to make a hey-hey of every color. If they do a broom of every color, so Mickey... It's basically it'll be like purple in another color then you can play the fantasia deck and it's going to have all the proofs yes yeah, so when when rob decide, when rob's format becomes super popular and it's you know sponsored by turn for 2 and runs all these big tournaments on limitless which we'll talk about at the end of the podcast um yeah. it'll, you'll have mickey mouse and then Four of all these different colored brooms that all do different things. And they're you all like, super cheap. Yeah, they're all super cheap that you can cheat into play and with. They Mickey.
1: have on entry abilities. Yeah. Um, I think it's a solid card. Yeah, uh, it's another broom. I'm happy there's another broom. Um, I don't think it's solid enough to put in anything right now. What's so it's the a, industrial model? So it's it is pretty cool. solid. Oh, I see what you did there. Uh, <laughs> so it's a three out of ten. I like that it's carrying a yep. little bucket of ink. That's pretty neat. Um, I love this. I'll like, say I'll let you take this. Thank one Thank you why? so much. Uh. Four costs, uninkable, Namari, Morning Mist. Uh, she's a two, four turns for one. She has Bodyguard. Yep. More importantly, she has Blades. This character can challenge ready characters. That is such mm. a powerful ability. Now, mind you, she's a two, four. She's uninkable. There are downsides to this card. She's a seven out of ten for me. Um, But if you boost her up in any
0: way, yep. that is... Im- it makes her oh, really crazy. She's crack. so good. yep yeah uh she I has just, to be a two four i mean if she, if she was a four four she would be a nine yeah, that or would be a ten. insane because yeah. being able to but like the two four makes sense but it's also what brings its rating down is because on its own this card is okay right you also
1: I don't even know you want to use that i like that it has bodyguard as an option but most of the time i don't want her to get hurt
0: well gonna, you know something... i want her to get
1: hurt when i'm taking something out with her <sighs> right and then do it again um but it's good because if you super have to protect something and she's there to do it. So if she was inkable, it would be a whole different story. But even at this, you know, restriction, I give her a solid seven out of 10. And I, this is a cool scene in the movie. Yeah. I like that they they gave that a heart.
0: So uh, next up we have the six cost inkable Pacha village leader. He is a four, eight. He turns for two and just like, actually I'll just do both of these together. Along with the three cost Prince Naveen, who is a four, three, who costs one that I have umpteen amounts of these cards. They're both. The Prince Naveen is a zero only because I don't like drawing, getting that card. But in reality, (laughs) it's like a, it's like a three. Okay. Uh, the patch is like a four because it's a big, butt, and big butts cause big Big problems problems, and it turns for two. But other than that, they're very, they don't do much and they're not cards. You know, really talk about so or... Pacha
1: uh, for me three three out of ten. Uh, it's a great draft card four eight turns for two. Uh, but bro. you're not going to put it in something, right? It's like, what's the point? Same with uh, Prince. Prince Prince Naveen. On the other hand, I have a five out of ten. I think four three for three is solid. You're killing something with that, maybe right. two things.
0: And I think we'll get a shift target for it at some point.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, so as of right if we don't. as of right now, it's okay. But um I really think that that
0: could be a cool yep. card, and it'll make that deck even better. So next up, we have the seven cost Queen of Hearts
1: capricious monarch that's what i thought i had a
0: luck i was too far away <laughs> capricious monarch i thought it's like a pre-sun Capri sun, Capri- yeah, Capri sun monarch. monarch five six turns for one whenever an opposing character is banished you may ready this character i mean you take it away i don't have much to say it's it's, it's right. a two out of ten it's, for me yeah I it's too expensive i'd give it a three hey it's, i guess i can't shift yeah, it's
1: like a 3. I, I, why, why would you want to play a 5-6 that turns for 1 and maybe turns for 2 on another turn or, or t- attacks two things yeah. on a random... I guess she's like a kind of like a Scar, almost, if you're yeah. banishing when you're doing it. Yeah. But And it's inkable, so it's like a cheap inkable... It's, like, it's like inkable Scar, kind of, I guess. Yeah. Um. But you... I guess Scar allows you to... It undoes itself... I don't know, I guess it's kinda of like a scar, it's just yeah. like a smaller scar. So I guess that makes it a little bit better. Yeah. I'll give it I'll give it a four. Give now it, that yeah. I've read it a second time, but I still don't think it's great.
0: Yeah, I think I'll stick with a three. I think the three is um, So Robin Hood. Two cost Inkable. It is also one of the other nice I don't remember the other sir. two, but it is also the Did I say Inkable? You sure did. I meant to say uninkable. It is also one of the promos for this Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. There's two promos in steel. Uh, so two cost uninkable, mind you. Robin Hood, capable
1: fighter one three. You can exert him to ch- deal one damage to a chosen character, or he can dinner bell. He can turn for one word. Who cares about that? So it's uh, it's cool to deal damage to something. Yeah. It turns off abilities. It turns on abilities. Um, it's but you need something where that is very important because it's a one three. He's right. gonna get. He's gonna get killed. Uh, so
0: he's he's a neat neat combo piece, but he's yep. a three out of ten for me. He's a four just because he's a combo piece. I think giving a him more fun. Yeah, he he has the applicability of being able to deal damage, especially like with the Red Donald, where you can ping one damage and mm-hmm. then deal like two with the uh, Teeth and Ambitions. Yeah. The thing I couldn't think of. <laughs> um. So yeah, you can you know you can do more things with it, but yeah, it, it, it is
1: it is going in that red 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 deck that I'm making, by the way. Uh, the next one is terrible, so we're going to be super fast on it. <sighs> two costs the Huntsman Reluctant Enforcer. It's more expensively it's, low. That's it's inkable. a 1-1 one, one turns for two. Um, when this character quests, you may draw a card and choose and discard. Like I said, that's a decent ability to, to draw on the Don't discard, have to use it. But it's not worth it. I guess, yes, you may. Um, but it's a 1-1 one, one for two. Like It's I, just an inkable Lilo. They
0: upped it to be able to ink it. I like that you can turn weapon. for
1: two, but it's so easy to kill. That I feel like it's not worth is, it on turn two. There's probably something you, better in that slot. Yes. Maybe there's not, but. I'd give it a three. It's still mm. worth it. Uh, however. What was your rating? One? It's a one, yeah. The Huntsman. But it turns for two. I'll give it a two. Final answer Three two cost two. the Prince. Except Never brand-ish. gives up. Uh, he's a one three, turns for two, has bodyguard and resist one. So it's just a solid bodyguard that yeah. turns for two. Um, it's nice that he's a bodyguard, because you want to turn him.
0: And especially at one, you have no reason
1: to attack with him. Right. So you're just using him as bodyguard, and you're getting money out of him.
0: He's annoying to kill. He's not particularly difficult. But four is a relevant number over three. Yes, and also, with it being a three cost, you cannot hit it with a, any one costs. So mm-hmm. that for me, it makes it about a seven, because... Being able to have a bodyguard out where it can't even get pinged by ones like Max That's is my true. favorite card. My fa- one of my favorite yellow cards from set one. Yeah, uh, it's a four or five, but you can just hit it with a bunch of one ofs and then you know hit it with Smash or something. With this, you you have to hit that you one. You can't hit it with a one of. You have to hit it with something that does at least two damage to even ping one on it.
1: Yeah,
0: resist is pretty powerful in that way. I agree. So next we have Tiana, 4-cost, Uninkable, celebrating princess. She is a one four with resist two turns for two. What you give is what you get. While this character is exerted and you have no cards in your hand, opponents can't play actions. So it's kind of like item lock from Pokemon. Mm-hmm. A little worse because you really don't want. You really never have no cards in your hand. You don't want no. Cards you don't want no, cards you don't want no cards in your hand. You don't want no cards in your hand. It's like a five resist two is really good. So it's like a one six that turns for two uninkable kind of sucks. And it also can't shift onto the other Tiana, which would have been nice. Yeah. Even if it would cost one more and shifted for three, I think it would have been fine. Mm. I, I if this wasn't uninkable, I think this is a solid card.
1: Uh, a, a one four that turns for two with resist two is a really hard thing to get rid of. Agreed. Um, so you're getting some value out of that. Yep. The other ability is a silly bonus that you might use every once in a while. Yeah, I don't think you'll get to use it a lot, that's especially a, in steel with a whole new world. Here's the other thing is if you want to do this and purposely play this card, guess what your opponent can't play if you go wide and have no cards in your hand. Be prepared. Be prepared. So that's insanely powerful. Yes. So I don't want to discount that it is useless, but you have to play into its strength. You have to build around matter. it. But I think that it's interesting to kind of, you also, you can't play um, dragon fire either. So it eliminate, but it, all of the other cards that all the that are in there still work. You still can't lady Tremaine, I like that still happens. So, uh, but the, the ability to stop a be prepared, if you're super wide, I think that's really powerful. Yeah. And it's, again, you're going to turn for two a couple of times with this. Yeah. So if it, if it was inkable again, that's the same argument we always have. It would be as much higher, but I think it's a fair cost. So anyway, solid five for me. Yeah.
0: So we have one cost Tiana diligent waitress one three turns for one. It's I think like, one
1: things one threes are big right now. Yeah, so I think so it's, it's like a
0: solid four or five. Yep, I have it, a five. That's about it. So getting into actions now, we have two cost inkable charge. Chosen character gains challenger two and resist to this turn. They get plus two while challenging. And you have to read the yeah. Minor I know. I realized after I got through it, I started reading the flavor text or the subtext. Um, this is like. This is a good 7 for me. Oh, wow. It is a 2 cost that you can play to gain Challenger 2 and Resist 2. Being able to hit something and get more Resist... I mean, you can stack it with Tiana to get Resist 4 and hit for 3. Mm-hmm. just, and just you, stacking, can, you can hit
1: with Big Cindy for 7, seven and, and have Resist three. 4. <laughs> resist,
0: does that Resist 2 or She has one. Resist 2. Yeah, so I think it's very comboable with a and lot of cards. And then you also have... Grandfather clock place. where is
1: it five.
0: So yes, I think this is very comboable. So I think it's a it's a, a, very f- it's a
1: fun combo card. I have a, I have it as a five as well. Um, five. Most, I said seven. I have a five as well for me. Oh, and by, I thought you said five. <laughs> no, um I have it as a five. I think for it's as not, cheap as
0: it is, I think it. I can. And
1: there's lots of other things I need to establish at too If you get it later, it's Which a good is, card at right. two to get it late. Get late. I like um so that's pretty fun but i don't know that it has a slot in in one of my decks but it's a really cool combo piece good enough for you i'm gonna talk about the next one because you were wrong i'll admit i was wrong this card is good this card is very good so let the storm rage on my girl elsa's song uh deal two damage to chosen character draw a card so this is a song. Let's just talk about that. It's a song. You can tap a dude to do this. All right. That's really powerful. Deal two damage isn't super powerful, but it's powerful enough. It's a good card to do two damage. But what else? Oh, it draws a card. Oh, so just all of these things for a song for three? Yes, it's uninkable. That's the only way this card is fair. I love this card. This card is a solid eight out of ten for I me. I was going to say, yeah. Um. I think it goes in most decks of this color, but it takes up inkable slots. Uh, excuse me, uninkable slots, and I mean those are precious. I don't know if this is worth it. In that, so far, every steel deck I've made that I am perfectly glad for that to be some of the uninkable slots, and I've used it to some very, uh, very good success. Like to to do it early on a turn so that we don't know what card you want to ink. Maybe you're gonna, the next card you draw is going to be the one you want to ink. Uh, it changes some sequencing. It's it's a lot of fun, and you know, bonus. Yeah, I know you think I only like. Frozen cards, but it's just a really good card.
0: Yeah, I think it's good. I still... It's so iffy because I like Smash better because it deals 3 and 3 is, kills a lot more things than 2. Yeah, okay. But so How many cards do you draw with Smash? Zero. How many times can you sing it? Zero. Okay, I love
1: that. Oh, um, I can ink it. So for, I just wanted you to write what I wrote down for, for for this Let the Storm Rage on. Song, Song card draw, damage, Elsa. Elsa.
0: <laughs> I mean, what more do you need? All right, so I'll talk about this one. Please do. Uh, this, I think, is more sig- the most significant action in this set. I think you can admit it's more impactful than Let what the Storm you, Maybe describe gun. it first. It's a two-cost, uninkable again, pick a fight, action card. Chosen character can challenge ready characters this turn. I think this is probably one of the most significant action cards in the game currently, Okay. because any deck that runs steel, you can now play this. Yes, it takes up uninkable inkable slots. Mm-hmm. Being able to kill something before it gets to quest or even challenge you feels disgustingly good. Mm-hmm. You don't have to play the Namari. You can play any card that you want, <laughs> and it can kill anything. Those are your Namari slots or just pick-a-fights? Basically. Okay, so what's your rating? Nine, nine.
1: It's wow, good.
0: being able to kill ready, especially in I mean, you, there's no silver like green silver control, which is not a big deck, but I've seen it get played. I've I lost to it before. Silver. Um, sorry, emerald steel. Good boy. Um, just being able to attack ready to things feels really good. Yeah, I agree that it's very
1: powerful. I have a five out of ten. Wow, woof. Um, it's it is uninkable slots again. It is an insanely powerful ability. I am not I can't argue with that. That is the whole antithesis of this deck or this game, excuse me, where you're like, oh, I play a card, it's safe because it's ready. And now this is like, oh yeah, no, now you can just smash into them. So that is why it gets a five out of ten. It's uninkable. So again, it's taking up inkable slots. Excuse me, uninkable slots again. I wow, you like, really like taking up inkable slots. I like taking take take a tingable slot. Anyway. So it's taking up your uninkable slots. And if it's very situational, but it's very situational in a way that you can't use it outside of the situation it's used for. Yeah. So if they don't have any ready characters or they're, they're already established, you're not getting any extra value right. drawing this now on the same token. If you're, if you still have a little bit of board and they have none, you can just every single time they play something, you can take it yeah. out. But I don't think that it, is going to be reliably in your hand when you want it to be, and not in your hand when you don't want it to be. So that is why I give it a 5 out of 10. As opposed to the previous
0: one, which you can use effectively whenever. I guess. I still think it's And it's, it's also a song. Um. So next we have three costs. Strength of a Raging Fire, which is a song. It is inkable. I don't think it's better, but it's a song in inkable. It is a song in inkable. Um, deal damage to chosen character equal to the number of characters you have in play. It's like, it's a five, it's mid. I mean, it's it works, but if you don't have a lot of characters in play, this card is bad. It's just free ink. So um, I give it a seven because it's
1: inkable, because it's a song. Both of those are really, really good traits. So it gets just an automatic four or five just from that set. It only costs three, so lots of things can sing it and do it. I agree with you, and what I wrote down is, but sometimes hits for zero. Yeah. So if you draw that when you you need just a, a simple kill spell and you don't have any guys or you only have one, and you're paying three Which to sometimes do Sometimes one, one it can kill. be
0: effective. Sure, as
1: we said, plank does happen, but it does It's. I agree, yes. There's too many times where it's just like, eh. But it's a song and it's inkable, and I think it's powerful enough. And there's sometimes when it's silly, you have four or five things in play. Singing for free, do five damage or something? That's really, really good. Um, so there's times when it's really good. There's times when it's useful. But again, inkable. So you can get rid of it if you don't, if you don't yep. have the dudes for it. And it's a song. Um, so we have a one-cost item. We're into the last sets here. Uh, last last cannon. It is an item. Arm yourself. Pay one. Banish this item. Chosen character gets challenger three this turn. So this is effectively a kill spell. Yep. It was a one-cost inkable. I you, think you said that. Yeah. And you're just you're just using it to make one of your guys that was otherwise like Tiana, your one three. You make her a four three to just trade up on something you, you don't have no right knocking yep. out. Finishing off a Maui or something like that. So I think that it's got some cute applications there. Solid draft card. Um, but otherwise I don't think it has any spots. I only only caveat being the fact that it is an item and if you wanted some silly nonsense with
0: um, Flamishamisham
1: and um, Maurice's workshop, Workshop. then that could be an interesting thing there. Yeah,
0: it's like a four or five for me. Banishing it kind of sucks, and paying one for it also kind of sucks. It only costs yeah. one, which is sure. fine. But like, having to... It ba- should just do it instead of paying the one. I agree. Yeah. it should. Ju- if it was a two cost and it was just banish this item, I think it would have been perfectly fine. There's no need to have it in play a turn. Like, I don't... I don't know. So then we have mouse
1: armor. Uh that's a two-cost uninkable item. Yep. Protection exert choose chosen character gains resist one until the start of your next turn. I think it's uh, solid. yeah four to ten for me, crazy good in draft though.
0: Yep. And then last but not least, we have three cost inkable weight set. It is an item. Whenever you play a character with four strength or more, you pay one or exert yeah, you pay one to draw a card. It's like a four for three even. It's not great. You really it's you're paying three for it. You have to have a character that has a high attack or a high strength, and paying one to draw a card is all right, mm-hmm. but it's just I don't think it's a worth it item.
1: Yeah, I feel that there's not a ton of things that have four power or greater. No. Um, I was going to look through the and just find everything that had four power or greater, but it's it was it was sizable and it like, okay, I do not want to count it. But that being said, in the in at least one of your two colors is steel because that's what it's from. So does steel have that many? That's something we could look up. Yeah. But to pay one to just draw a card, it's it doesn't really impress me that much. Yeah. So it, it's it's that song by what's her name? Shania
0: Twain. Oh yes, <laughs> I got it. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So total is that's cost. You're going by cost. Oh, hey. Shh, shh, shh. <sighs> I don't think it has a sort by power. Yes, it does. does it? I thought it did. I don't think so. Types, cost, inkwell, set, rarity. Oh, boo. <sighs> okay. Well, we tried. The internet doesn't love it. So, with that, we have we have, that concludes our three episode series mini series of the set review. Yes, and then we'll be into the new like structured structured format. stuff. So we'll be talking about. We're going to have a reoccurring segment. We're trying that is. Uh, what did you call it? The Stonk Report. The Stonk Report, where we're going to pull, I want to say the top 10, but probably if there's, it'll, it might there's be less, be than, less that. than that. Probably. It'll be at max 10 of the most like changed prices from Tuesday to Tuesday, essentially, yeah. or Tuesday to when we record. Yeah. Um, so it'll basically be if a card comes from twenty to thirty dollars or from thirty to twenty, it's like okay, here you go. Do we think this is a good card? Should you pick this up on the drop or should you sell yeah. it if you have it because it's going to go back down? Yeah. Blah 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 blah.
1: Yeah, there's some interesting thoughts we could have there. Yep. Uh, we got some meta talk we got to do. Yep. We had another. We we're gonna get more information about the packs, Pax packs PAX thing. The PA-
0: yes, packs unloaded event. Um, and we we're will gonna be putting all that together. As yes. Well. And, and we then we I will... have my own little segment that I the yes. survival
1: cards I came up with this
0: we wanted to talk about as well. So
1: we got a few things set up for next yep. round. It's not it'll be much shorter. So yes, it will not be almost
0: two hours. Like yeah, this one is, it is. But um, we, we will also starting next week, we'll start to be running online limitless tournaments for yep. Arcana. It was supposed to be done a week or two ago. We had actually, two people enter and then I forgot to run it because it was, I was, <laughs> I don't remember what I was doing. Um, But yeah, so we're going to start it after the set review. Um, yeah. It'll be Wednesdays. We're going to try We're going to shoot for Wednesdays right now if uh it changes by next tuesday we will let you know but it will try we'll try to make it a wednesday uh around 8 p.m. eastern standard time i think was the set time we had yeah. and it'll just be you know three rounds best of 3 and um, we're going to see what we can do there and then expect when rob's thing takes off we will start holding tournaments of uh disney oh, uh, yeah. chapters tales World, stories What kind of tales worlds so disney worlds with that we uh we thank you all for listening Thank <laughs> you.